Well, it's exactly the way that Illinois wanted to get the season started. And with the start of that new season, of course, it means we're back to in-season Sunday. No huddles with IlliniBoard.com's Robert Rosenthal here with me in the WCIA3 studio. So, Robert, let's start first. Your thoughts on the 38-6 win by the Illini over Wyoming. Yeah, kind of exactly what they needed to do. Wyoming is a crazy young team. They lost, you know, they're the downside of the portal. Like six or seven of their best players last year said, hey, I can go play at Texas or USC or whatever, you know, and when you lose your best six players and you graduate 10, 15, 20 guys, it's it's going to be a rough season. So the opponent was not the bowl team from last year. This is a rebuilding Wyoming team, but still 38, you know, 38 points for the offense after what what was seen last year. That's a real big step forward. Yeah, and I think we do have to start with the offense. I mean, that was the talk of the town in the offseason. Specifically, the quarterback situation was what everyone was talking about. Tommy DeVito or Art Sidkowski. But Chase Brown showed it's not just about the QBs, that he's still the main man in that backfield. Yeah, I mean, what a way to open up, right? Like, you know, a kickoff return to the 50 a run to the whatever 15 and then a touchdown, you know, and, and it's seven nothing before you blink. And actually, as I'm saying that out loud, I'm thinking Peyton Vining, who returned that kickoff, was from the same high school as Chase Brown, private high school in Florida. So uh, <laughs> that high school coach had to tune into this game <laughs> and see, hey, my one guy just returned it to the 50 and my other guy just, just punched in the end zone. Not bad. So, not bad first three plays for, for one high school. But, uh, but yeah, it, it, the, the – the big talk all offseason, obviously, is the offense. And what is it going to do? Was it just the scheme last year? Who, what's the quarterback situation going to be? Will all of this fit together? Can, you know, the Illinois defense and the type of game played last year fit with, you know, the UTSA offense from last year? And so, so far, so good. You know, 41 passes, 41 – or 40 rushes, 41 passes – you know, a balanced attack. And, uh, you know, I think that's what a lot of fans wanted to see. Do you think some of those questions were answered in the game yesterday? I know it was just the season opener, week zero. You're not trying to put too much on tape, but did you get the answers? Was it just the scheme last year? Was it necessary to switch? Was it right to bring in that kind of tempo pace that they've talked about all offseason? You know, we, we talked about the offense last year and how once it got to the Wisconsin game, it was – it was this, oh, yeah, like this is totally – facing a defense like this is, okay, you know, this is very, very difficult. And so, I, in my mind, we'll get some of those answers once the Wisconsin games gets here the, the 1st of October. Of Okay, then you're facing your first real legitimate defense. You're not going to put up 38 points, but can you move the ball? Can you keep the defense off the field? All of those things, you know, we're going to learn about a month. Yeah. Well, Tommy DeVito did have a good game, completing 73% of his passes. Didn't get to the Mendoza line, as I put it on the 3 and one podcast of 200 yards. It's usually what you like your quarterback, I'd say, to at least get to. But 194, two touchdowns. What did you make of his debut in orange and blue? This time the Illinois orange and blue, not Syracuse. I would guess that Tommy would argue about your Mendoza line, that the pass to Isaiah Williams got him over that, That's but then true. was brought back for an illegal block. So... <laughs> Uh, he kind of got there, and a really iffy call took it away from him. But, um, yeah, I mean, impressive performance. You know, they're, they're in the second quarter. You know, the, the couple third-down plays, he just missed his receivers, threw it too high, threw it too low, threw it behind a guy. You know, there was a little murmuring in the crowd of, like, oh, you know, the, this is supposed to be the guy who connects on those passes. Uh, and then in the second half, he was just fantastic. You know, from, from that point on, end of the first, in the second, he was – he was on target. So yeah, there's, there's, 
you know, temper everything with either Wyoming or Chattanooga will be the, the worst opponent. And there's a chance that Chattanooga as an FCS team is better than Wyoming this season. So this could have been the easiest opponent. So we have to temper everything with that and say, you know, we're going to find out a lot more as the weeks go by. Yeah, we definitely will learn more. I can't imagine they put everything on tape heading into week one against Indiana in True. this game. What did you think of the offensive line? There are some old faces. Alex Palczewski tying the record for career starts at Illinois with this one. Uh, and, excuse me, breaking the record, actually, mm -hmm. I believe. Mm -hmm. uh, the one that he had been tied with with Vidarian Lowe. What did you make of how they played with the new faces in there as well? Zy Chrysler getting some time. Jordan Slaughter, they kind of interchanged mm -hmm. at that right guard spot. Yep. Isaiah Adams at left guard. There were a few penalties. I The one by Pilstrom comes up in my mind that you mentioned on that Isaiah Williams uh, mm. run down the field, but yep. overall seemed to be solid and took care of Tommy DeVito. Didn't allow a sack. Yeah, I think, yeah, it, it, I'll say for the interior, for, for Isaiah Adams and, you know, the four guys, as you mentioned, who were rotating on the, on the inside, Pilstrom, Adams, Chrysler, and Slaughter. Uh, it was a, probably a rough first start. There's so much to playing offensive line where you want to like it's about playing together about knowing what the guy next to you you know when you lose a Doug Kramer and this is the first start with a new center everything's gonna look really different for a while because you had this guy you know in the center making the calls there's the mic there's this you know you had you had your quarterback on the offensive line who just graduated so it's kind of expected that the first game is gonna be that and I think that's why if you remember when the schedule came out it was Wisconsin the opening weekend. You know, it would have been this Labor Day weekend game at Wisconsin, and there was no week zero game. I think they moved Wyoming to week zero for this reason. Look, we're breaking in a new line, four new guys on the inside. What are we going to do? What's it going to look like? And, uh, you know, th th this gives them the opportunity to slowly work into that and, and get there. Let's move to the defensive side of the ball now. Some good and some bad. We'll start with the good. Quan Martin in that secondary holding Wyoming to just 30 yards passing on the entire game. There was an interception by Devin Witherspoon as well. But Martin, like I mentioned and how we talked about before we got on here, one of the best games we've seen from a secondary member in, in quite a while. Yeah, I, I told you I told you I was going to try to keep it below 10 <laughs> minutes. But, um, you know, my last 24 hours and both, you know, things I'm doing audio-wise and writing on the site and everything else have been spent trying to temper my uh, – the hyperbole I want to put around Quan Martin's performance. I, I said immediately after the game, I did a live thing on Twitter and, and said, I, I have to say that that's one of the best individual defensive performances I've seen on that field in three, four years. It, it was so, so good. It's not, it's not gonna show up in the stats, seven tackles, three passes broken up, this and that. He saved both long broken play touchdowns from the opposite side of the field. He, he uh, broke up three passes, got his hand on three passes. Two of them could have deflected and been tipped or been, been picked off. Um, and he was constantly, you know, a linebacker would miss a tackle, and there's Quan from the other side of the field to clean it up. It was, it was such an impressive performance. You know, I spent a lot of time sometimes just watching certain players. I don't watch the ball when Wyoming's on offense. I'm just standing there watching the secondary and, and wondering what's going on. And his performance, the way he broke on things, is so, so good. So, you know, it doesn't mean he's going to do it all 12 games, but this was a, hey, hey, put yourself in the conversation for a high draft pick kind of a game from Quan Martin. It was just so good. Let's talk about that front seven, front eight now, the linebackers and the defensive linemen. 
didn't need to do much in this game as it seemed like overall talent just outweighed what Wyoming was trying to do. But there are some areas where maybe you want to see some better play outside linebacker and just more more wins on that defensive line against the opposing offensive line. What did you take from what they did? Yeah, I would say that uh, the most concerning thing on the defense was probably the linebackers. Um, you know, Wyoming couldn't pass the ball. Uh, Quan was a big part of that, but they could run the ball. They got 180 some yards and broke a few long runs. And on those long runs, they're they're going to watch film, and and the linebacker coach is going to get on his guys. Uh, there was just some missed assignments and couldn't get off a block and read the read the motion the wrong way and that kind of thing and it sprung a few long runs and so if a wyoming team is going to you know you play that same defense against wisconsin in a month wisconsin's going to have 400 yards rushing you know it's just that's what it's going to be if if wyoming can pick up 182 so um there, there's things to fix up but again that's why it's why coaches if they have a hard game on labor day weekend would love to have a week zero because you want to you tell them at practice then you play a game against someone where you can make the mistakes and then you take it back and you have the film that week and you say, look, guys, we're, we're not going to beat really good teams if we do this, this and this. So do you adjust now after this week zero game week one of the season, Illinois one and oh, do you adjust your season expectations? Have they changed? Where are you at with that right now? It, it hasn't really. Um, you know, what I wrote today was that this was, you know, this was uh, this was walking into the casino to play blackjack. You have $100 in chips. You go up, you go down, and you walk out with $100. And you cash your chips, you get your $100 back, and you go home. You know, it did exactly what they wanted. You're not mad about that. It's a perfectly fine evening that you didn't, uh, you didn't go crazy. You didn't really lose. You just broke even. You had fun, and you went home. So that was, it was a break-even game for me. You know, those concerns in the second quarter, you know, the opening of the third quarter when Wyoming is driving and you think they're in field goal range and they have a third down, like if they get this touchdown, it's 17-10. And that's, you know, this feels like a game that should be like 28-3 at this point. So um, there were some concerns at that point, but then they, they turned it on and they fixed it and they, you know, really dominated from there on out. So uh, I think it's a break-even game. Um, I would need to see something like that against Indiana or Virginia to, to adjust to how I see this season. All right, speaking of Indiana, we'll preview them quickly before we end here. It's a week one game, so it's the first game for the Hoosiers. It's a game that hasn't been played since 2017, if you can believe it. Since the start of the 2010s, this game has only been played a few times, so the team's not really familiar with each other. What are your expectations going into that one? What do you want to see from the Illini that shows improvement and shows they're headed down in the right direction in 2022? Uh, I think run defense is, is the first, um, you know, offensive line play would be the second thing from this game that you would want to see improved. It's going to be a, a better team. You know, Indiana is interesting that they were ranked preseason last year and went two and 10. They, that, that's quite the fall. Uh, they had lost some guys after that, the COVID season where they did really well and it just didn't go together. So basically they rebuilt a team. They went heavy on the portal. They went out and said, let's just try a new team. Let's get this guy and this guy and this guy, and we'll just plug them all in and, and try to do that. Let's get a new offensive coordinator, a new defensive coordinator. It's kind of like the 2010 Illinois team that, you know, after 2009, Runzuk got rid of a lot of his assistants, put in a new offense, put in a new defense, and said, we're going to run all the same here, but you guys take over the schemes. That's kind of what Tom Allen has done at Indiana this year. So it'll be interesting. It's first game out with those new schemes. Uh, they could be struggling a little bit and it could be exactly what they needed after a really rough season. So. All right, 
One quick hitter before we go. Yeah. Does Chase Brown play on Saturdays or on Sundays next year? Uh, good question. <laughs> you know, I would say Sundays because his brother graduates. So sure. Chase had a redshirt year when he transferred, so he still has another year of eligibility. Sydney does not. Uh, you know, this is his final year of eligibility, even though they're the same age. Well, obviously, they're identical <laughs> twins at the same age. But um, so with his brother definitely leaving, I could see this being his final season. Well, that means he's going to have a good year to get to Sunday. So yes. that yes. means good things for the Alana this year. Yes. All right. Board.com. Robert Rosenthal, thanks so much for taking the time. Be sure to check out his work. And we'll see you here next Sunday as well. All right. Thanks.